Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. I am so excited to chat with you today. So we are diving into one of my most asked questions on Instagram, and we're doing a whole series around it. So if I've gotten this question more than once, it's becoming a podcast episode, and that episode is coming to you today. So in today's episode, we are diving into one of our most asked questions, which is hourly rate or retainer package. And if you are new to the virtual assistant space, or maybe you like don't work in the online service industry, this is like a bit really big question. And first, let me break down what the difference is between the two. And I'll kind of dive into the pros and cons of each of them and why I like both of them and dislike both of them. Have you ever felt like society isn't built for moms? Maybe you're a mama with a tiny voice in your head telling you there must be another way to balance it all. You know, working, momming, all the things. Yep, I had it too. And it likely means you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Amanda Resch, a Southern mama with big city sensibilities. I'm the girl that took a daydream and built a profitable virtual assistant business all in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I work from home alongside some of the biggest bloggers and influencers while running a six-figure agency. Come along as we dive into business, marketing, strategy, and real life as a female entrepreneur. I'm all about simple, easy, actionable steps that get real results. This podcast is for the millennial mom that is ready to kick imposter syndrome and start making money on her own terms. Get ready as we dig in, do the work, and redefine what it means to be a working mom. This is the Millennial Mom Movement. Okay, let's dive into what the difference is between an hourly rate and a retainer package. An hourly rate, and what we're talking about here is like when you're pricing out your services. So a lot of times when you're a new virtual assistant or new service provider, online business manager, whatever... You have to decide, am I going to charge an hourly rate, which means I am going to 
track the amount of time it takes me to do something and then charge the client at the end of the project based on the amount of time that I spent doing it for the set hourly rates? Or am I going to charge one lump sum and however long it takes me, it takes me and they're just going to pay me that set amount? Okay, let's break down the pros and cons of both. Some of the pros of an hourly rate is that obviously you get paid for the work that you do. So this is really great if you don't know how long something is going to take you. For instance, like if you're working on a project and they're like, they give you 10 things on this project and you're like, okay, I think it might take me like eight to 10 hours to do this, but I'm not really sure. And then it ended up taking you 12 hours. If you had built a retainer package, assuming that it was going to take you eight hours and it took you 12 hours, you basically just lost money. However, the downfall of this is you only get paid for the time that you actually work. And I know this is going to sound really weird, but this is great in like situations where you're like, okay, I know that this might be a variable project. So like, I just want to time track and get paid for the time that it's worth. In a retainer package, typically you have a set number of deliverables. So I'm just going to like make up an example. Let's say the deliverable is 10 social media posts. Again, making this up. Let's say the pricing is like $500. So for $500, you're going to make 10 social media posts. Okay, cool. That's great. So let's say it takes you 10 hours to make those 10 social media posts. So each post took you one hour and it took you 10 hours total and you charged $500, you just made $50 an hour. However, let's say that it had taken you 20 hours to do that. Then your $50 hourly rate just went down to $25. Now, there are pros and cons of the retainer package because if for some reason it takes you less amount of time, then you bank the difference that it would have taken you. So let's say that you thought it was gonna take you 10 hours, but it only took you five hours then those extra five hours that you didn't spend, that's literally just profit in your pocket. And it kind of changes the mindset of your client. So when you're on an hourly rate package, there's typically like a lot of dissecting of like, how long is something taking? Why is it taking that long? What are they doing? Like really thinking about how can I maximize time? And so if you're somebody that's very detail-oriented and really likes to take your time with things, a retainer package might be better for you and for your client because they're not going to be digging into the amount of time that it's taking you. For instance, if you structure your retainer package based on the deliverables and not saying like, oh, it's 900, I'm just making this up, it's $900 for up to 40 hours. Instead, you say it's $900 for these five podcast episodes to be edited. I don't know. I'm just making this up because I'm currently recording a podcast episode. I don't think it would cost $900 to edit a podcast episode, but you never know. Then they're thinking in terms of the deliverables. So they're thinking, okay, so if it's $900 for four podcast episodes, that's like roughly $200 for a podcast episode, maybe a little bit more. And so that makes sense in their head of like how they can break it down by deliverable so that they can see a return on investment. So as you can see, there are definitely pros and cons to each one. Typically, the advice that I give is if you're thinking and you're trying to figure out, okay, do I want to be on an hourly package? Do I want to be on a monthly retainer? But I'm just starting out and I don't know how long things are going to take me and whatever. Start with an hourly rate and know that you can always switch to a retainer package. And sometimes we do this even within our own agency. 
So if a client comes to us and they're kind of all over the place and they're like, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this, but I don't know about this and I have all these projects. Some of them are recurring and some of them are one-time projects. Typically what we'll do is say, okay, let's do this. Let's start with an hourly rate. Let's get all these one-off projects done and out of the way. Let's figure out what a normal month typically looks like. And then we can build out a retainer package once we know what that looks like. And sometimes we can do that within 30 days. And sometimes it takes 120 days before we level out and that's okay. But that allows us to say, at least we're getting paid for the work that we're doing and our hourly rate won't drop below what it needs to be because the scope of work increased and the retainer package didn't match that. But on the flip side, we're not then locked into a specific retainer package that we committed to and the client feels good about, but then the workload doesn't match the retainer package. So if you find yourself in this boat, that would be my recommendation. My other piece of advice is that if you're a newer virtual assistant and you aren't sure how long something is going to take you, start out with an hourly rate for two reasons. One, this is the fairest way for you and your client. And two, it will give you a really good idea because you will be time tracking of how long things take you. So you'll know if I'm editing this podcast episode, it typically takes me three times the length of the podcast episode to edit it. So if the podcast episode is 30 minutes, then it's typically going to take me an hour and a half to edit this podcast episode because you've edited the podcast episodes. But until you've done that, you wouldn't know. And so if you were building out retainer package before that, and you were thinking it was only going to take you 30 minutes to edit each podcast episode, and it took you an hour and a half, then all of a sudden you're seeing scope creep where like your retainer package isn't matching your hourly rate. And you would never want to be in a situation where you're below that minimum that you've set for yourself. I don't know if that settles the debate of hourly versus retainer. I personally think that they both have a place in our industry. And I don't think there's anything wrong with either one. I think it really depends on where you are, the situation that you're in, and what your preference is. And so even in our own agency, we actually have both models. We have a third model, which is completely separate, which is like a subscription-based model. And we can talk about that one day too. But there are a lot of different options. And know that either one that you go with, you're not stuck with. So you can change it at any time. So don't be afraid if you make a decision that you're like, oh no, I need to do this forever. No, it's your business. You get to say the price that you set, what that looks like, what your retainer packages include. And also you can make custom packages for clients anytime that you feel like needs fit. So don't feel like you're ever locked in. One tool that I want to mention, because we're on the topic of hourly versus retainer, one of our all-time favorite tools, if you're looking for something free to do time tracking in, is called toggle it's t-o-g-g-l and they have like three different ones but i use the toggle track and i would recommend this even if you're not doing an hourly rate like even if you're just a business owner looking to see what it is that you're spending your time on and how you're productive like how productive you are or not productive you are it is amazing i basically will use it for everything throughout the day i'll track How much time am I spending on emails? How much time am I spending in Slack? How much time am I spending recording this podcast episode or inside of ClickUp or on a team member call or on a client call or whatever it is that I'm doing inside of the business? I time track all of it. And then at the end of every week and every month and every quarter and every year, I can look and see where my time was spent. And I can look and see, does that make sense? Does it make sense for me to spending this amount of time on this? Do I need to change something up? 
Do I need to create an automation? Do I need to create a system? For me, do I need to hire a team member to help me with that or ask a team member or delegate or whatever that looks like? So it is not only helpful if you are sending reports to clients, but it's also helpful just for you as a business leader and as somebody that's looking to be as productive as possible, especially in online space. So hopefully that helps. If you are wanting to get your question answered by yours truly, feel free to head on over to Instagram. In case you didn't know, my handle is just my name. It's at Amanda Resch Holmes and send me a DM. Ask me a question. I would love to answer it on the podcast. And if you're enjoying this episode, feel free to hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and review. All right, friends, I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.